Hello, I'm Daniel, and this is my wife, Kimberly Graham. And we're your Money Mastery Coaches. We work with high-earning power couples to guide them to financial harmony in their financial communication. Utilizing the affluent synergy framework, even if you meticulously budget every expense and talk money to your partner. Find out more at theaffluentmarriage.com. We can't wait to help you live in love and walk in wealth. Never get tired of hearing that song. Hey, hey welcome, 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 everybody to Better Together Tuesday. We are your hosts with the most, Kimberly Renee Graham, putting your whole government out there. Yeah, you are. And yours truly, Daniel James Graham. Now, typically, we bring on power couples, but today we're flexing. We are the power couple. We today. are the power so, couple. Hello and welcome. <laughs> hello, y'all. We just put $240,000 just bloop. Into our into bank account. Bank, just like that. How would that feel? How would that feel? We just want to be able to share and celebrate with you. And also be able to tell you exactly how we got here. Because this is not something that just like, bibbidi bobbidi boo something just happened. This is, this is like, this is one of our moments that we're like, heck yeah. Like, and we need to share it and just tell you guys how you did it. So, And really and truly, before we jump into that, if you know Kim... And you know her heart. You know that she has the heart of a servant. And when we created our mission, and I say it every week, our mission is simple. We want you to take control of your shared finances. Like We truly do believe that you are better together. And we want you to feel empowered as you are walking in your finances. So we want you to also strengthen your relationship. And that's kind of a byproduct of taking control of your shared finances, strengthen your relationship specifically around what money Mm -hmm. by aligning your goals through strategic communication. I can never say, why can't I never say the word strategic? I don't know. Strategic (laughs) communication. But there's a reason why that's our mission is because we truly do believe in the things that we teach and we've seen it done, Mm -hmm. not just in our lives, because we're going to talk a lot about that today and how two simple, simple, very basic educators were able to do so much. Like, Yes, we're going to talk about that. But you really need to understand for a minute, hold up. If they did that, making that, why in the world are we not doing more making what we're making right now? Right. Right. So it is our goal it's truly on our hearts to help you strengthen your relationship. No more stress, no more fighting, no more, none of that. And to take control of your shared finances so that you can do incredible things like we just did. Yeah. $240,000 in the bank. Just yes. And it's so exciting. And again, just reiterating the fact that we are two educators, two educators. And if we can do it, you absolutely can. And if you don't know how, We want to help you because this is not rocket science. You can do it. It's very accessible. But let's go ahead and hop in. And I want to ask you guys first this question. What would you do if that money hit your account? Like, What would you do if $240,000 hit your account today? What would you do? I know what I'm going to do. What would be the first thing you would do? I know what I would do. I'm not going to say it right now, but I know what I would do. I know what we're doing. Listen, you you posted this on Facebook. What were some of the response? Like, what are, oh my what goodness. are people mostly saying? Like, I would they, say the highest percentage said pay off debt, um, pay, like putting actually filling up their savings. They said things like going on a vacation, 
um, you know, quitting my job. They said things that were so aspirational and beautiful. None of it was like, I'm going to, some people said reinvested, but most people were focused on the here and now. Like, how do I make my today more comfortable Mm -hmm. and more, more smooth, more, okay, at least all of those things are taken care of. Some people said things like buying a car and everything like that and, and reinvesting it and putting it into whole life. Like there's a lot of things of that nature But most people were like, what can I do to make sure that my day to day is is smooth? And the thing is, like, I know for a fact that some of the people who made mention, who commented, make really good money, have really good jobs and have access to this type of result where they're able to create that for themselves. But they just don't know how. So I want you guys to think, what would you do? If $240,000 drops into your account, what would be the first thing you would accomplish? What would be the thing that you'd be like, yes, this is what I want to do? All right. So permission to talk about how we actually did this. Can you guys give us permission? Just give me like a thumbs up. I was up. looking at you, but yes. Oh, yes. All right. See? Look, give hey, me a thumbs, thumbs up, up in the, the comment. <laughs> a lot of people in the comments said that the very first thing that they would do is knock out their debt, mm-hmm. right? And that's actually the first thing that we did to make this happen. Mm-hmm. As two teachers making $56,000 combined, we knocked out our student loan debt of 78 k mm-hmm. in 28 months. Now, I just want to make sure, very clear. This is not what we're doing with the 240 k This is how we got to the 240 k This is how we made it happen. So back when we were making 60 k we paid off 76 or 78, 70, a lot of money. Oh, 76000 Sorry, I, I, the eight is in the 28 months. Oh, 76, okay. $76,000. Oh, I missed it by two grand. And 28 months is what we paid off on our teacher salaries. That's where this origin story starts. And we're not going to go into how we made that happen. That is a whole nother podcast. And for sure, you can put it in the comments. All right. If that is something you want to hear about, we can make that happen. But I want you to know that was our first step mm-hmm. in how we got to 240 k in the bank. Mm-hmm. All right. So step one was to pay off debt. So a lot of you saying that in the comments, that is the key to your 240K. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of that debt. Yep. Go ahead. All right. Sorry. <laughs> hey, if you ever want to want to chime in, you can. And again, I'm giving a brief overview here to yeah. get to the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. The next thing that we did is we put a wall between us and disaster. Mm-hmm. And we did that through the emergency fund. We established that. Yeah. And when he says building a wall between us and disaster, what you have to do is you have to think about what are the common things that continuously hold me back from my financial goals. So many people, it's my car keeps breaking down or every time there's these unforeseen like emergencies that come up or unforeseen bills that come up. Those are the things that keep me away from really focusing on building up my savings or putting more money in my investments. And so we really worked hard to, again, have aligned communication and vision of like, we want to get as money, uh, as many of these little like nuances, these new, these, these money pests that want to take money away, Murphy, whatever you want to call it, as much money as we can to hold us away from that. Because if we had a really nice wall between us and disaster, we could focus on our goal, which was so many different things, building, uh, building uh, investments, building savings, all of those types of things. And so that was one of the first things that we did together after paying off the debt. We specifically, when we crafted our mission, the word control Mm -hmm. is not by chance. Mm -hmm. 
what you want with your finances is control. The reason why when people are responding to your post and they're saying, oh, I would pay off my debt first. I would fill my emergency fund. I would pay off my house. I would do this. I'd pay off my car. I would do that. Yeah. The reason why they would do those things is because ultimately what they want is financial control. They want right. autonomy over what they get to do with their money. They get right. paid and they want to be the person that says, my money's going here. Mm -hmm. They don't want anyone taking their money saying, I need this for the house. I need your money for the car. I need your money for these credit card bills. I need your money for your student loan bills, for your medical bills, for whatever it is. I don't want right? that. You don't want people mm -hmm. taking your money. You want to ultimately be the person that is in control and have financial control of your money and say, this is where my money gets to go and what it gets to do. Now, hold on. Stop there. Now, if you agree with that sentiment, can you just let us know in the comments if that's something that you agree with? What you ultimately want is control. Another word that we can use is choice. What you really want is control and choice. Control of where your money is going and choices over where your money could go, right? So like being able to have choice over, mm, I want this or I want that and control over who is taking my money. That is ultimately what you're looking for. The reason why the ideal and the appeal of having more money is there is because you're like, I have more money that I can control. But when people have more money, I'm kind of going on a tangent. When people go on, when people get more money, what they do is sometimes they sink their money into more payments. And when they're sinking their money into more payments, you are then getting another lender to now be in control of where your money is going. So when you decide to have choice, I want to quit my job, I want to do this, you can't do that because there's too many other hands in the pot trying to take your money. You don't have control. Ultimately, that is the problem. So that's yeah. what we tried to get out of. So here are some of the things that we did specifically for this investment that helped us get our result. All right. So it was time for us to purchase our home, 27 and 28-year-old Kim and Dan, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. And we had saved up about 15%, I would say, for a down payment. We ultimately put about 10% down and held on to the, the rest so that we could do renovations. But here's what I want you to get. At that point in our life, we were both still teachers. Um, mm -hmm. We had no business at this point. So again, making about the same amount. We got approved for about $400,000. Which is absolutely astronomical. At Why? that time? Why? Why? For a house. <laughs> and with that, you know, we had a decision to make, you know, at the time it was just Kim and I, we had no children. Uh, we were thinking about starting a family, uh, but we, we, we made a conscious decision when it came time to purchase this home that we weren't going to use the entirety of our loan. Mm -hmm. So we weren't going to use 400,000. In fact, our goal to which people laughed at this goal. Oh I yeah. Want you to people know. laugh at every single one of our goals we wanted to spend less than 200K mm -hmm. on our home. And I do remember people saying, you're not going to find that. It's impossible. And this is, we bought this back in 2016. And I want you to remember this because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, oh, you got your home in 2016. Mm, don't use that. So Stop it right there. You got your yeah. home when when things were, mm -mm. were cheaper. Homes are not cheap now. Okay. But may I remind you, we were making 60K combined. Yeah. You're probably making more than 60K combined. So let's not bring up that excuse, okay? Because if we could do what we're doing on 60K at that time, you can definitely do that and exceedingly more based on what you're working with right now. Exactly. So 
we got approved for about 400K and we decided we wanted to try to find a home for less than 200K. In fact, the house that we did find, haters, <laughs> laughers, whatever, actually only used about 36% of our loan. Right. So majority of our loan got left alone. It got left unused. Now, why why was that a decision for us, Kim? Like, why did we decide? Why didn't we use our whole loan or you know, a large chunk of it? Like, why yeah. did we decide on such a small amount? So we decided on that because again, control and choice, right? That's ultimately what we're after when it comes to our finances. And so choice was really what we were after here. Because again, we didn't have kids, but I knew we wanted, we knew we wanted to start a family at some point. And I knew that at some point I might want to. Again, I didn't know if I really wanted to or not, but I was like, I would love to have the choice to stay home when, when we start having kids. I don't know how long I'm going to want to stay home. I don't even know if I want to start a business. I don't know if I want to go back to teaching, but I know that I want to have the choice to stay home with my kid for at least a year to decide what do I want to do? What if I enjoy staying home with my baby? And then I'm like, yeah, let's make this work. What if I decide to do X, Y, and Z? Like I had all these different dreams, right? And do you have dreams? Go ahead and tell us in the comments. You want dreams. You have different goals of things you'd like to do in your life. That's what the driving force was. And so it was, okay, I'm willing to live in a place that's a little bit smaller, maybe under the price range where everyone says we should be, because we should have been able to get a beautiful townhome and all that stuff and with all the fix-ins, the garage, the, all the stuff. But we chose a condo and we said, okay, well, we have some choices here. One, it's, we could take some years off and I could stay home with a kid. Two, it has income potential because we could pay this off and maybe we could decide to rent it out or do other things and it could make money for us. So we had a lot of options that we could choose. But ultimately, the first one was when it came time for us to have children, it would be nice to be able to stay home and have that option. That's what the driving force was. So we had a lot of decisions, right? We we made this decision to use 36% of our loan to get something below our means, if mm -hmm. we're being truly honest. Uh, we got a two-bed, two-bath condo because Kim wanted to be a stay-at-home mom for a time. Mm -hmm. We at least wanted the option mm -hmm. yes, to the be option. a stay-at-home mom. doesn't yep. mean you were going to do that, but we, we liked the idea that you could do that. Mm -hmm. We didn't want something that was going to eat up our whole budget because my wife likes to travel. She yep. likes to do things. She was not about to be, you know, uh, what do they call it? when Homebody. You, you know, I want to go on vacations, yo. I'm bougie. Home, home poor? What is it called? House poor. House poor. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, that that was not fun. I would prefer no. to have a smaller space and be able to go on more vacations than have a big house that I'm stuck in to be like, great. Yeah, I have a pretty house, but I can't go anywhere like that was not appealing. And that wasn't appealing to you either, right. even though you like being home. Um, so that was important for us to have those choices available. We were like ahead of our time, like the tiny home movement, right? Oh, yeah. Like we were ahead of our time. Yeah, we sure were <laughs> with that tiny condo. We sure were. Uh, and it was we a good condo. Was there any other option? So we wanted you to, oh, and I guess later on we decided, okay, if Kim wanted to take a risk yes. with a business, True. then she could do that mm -hmm. because it, we didn't need her income per se. Because right. Because we got something that was less. And at the time, I had no idea what I wanted my business to be. I just knew I wanted to try it out at some point in life. And that's really notice those are all things that came from my end of the my end of the bargain. I just but, wanted kids. But he really wanted a family. And I said, <laughs> okay, well, if we want a family, I want a family too. But I also want to exercise some options for myself so that I can try some new things. I don't want to be house poor. So anyway, all that to say, those were our dreams and goals and the reasoning behind us doing something a little bit differently than what was a societal norm. Right. 
yeah, I never love anyone telling me that I have to do something that I should do something. Like, again, I want control of my finances, of my choices, of everything. Like I want the power. I want the authority, the autonomy. The other, sorry, go. Go. The other thing that we were able to do, which is again, not something that's a societal norm. People conventionally, whenever you get a home, can you tell me what interest rate do people normally get on their homes? I'll give you a hot second. Tell me what, how the many interest years, rate or how not many the years? interest rate, how oh, okay, many years okay. do people normally keep the, the the loan on their home? Typically, it's 30 years. Everyone gets a 30-year loan. Some people can get 40 now. Some people, yeah, there's some people who get 40. We opted do for that. 15. We opted for a 15-year loan. But why could we do that? Why? Could, because we, we decided to borrow less. So because we borrowed less, we were able to pay a little bit more, which meant more went towards the principal instead of the interest over time. And we were like, okay, if close to 15 years, we we're calculating how many years, were, how many how old we were going to be. And we we're like, okay, we could have majority of it paid off. And again, we could rent. We could do all these things. We could, if we ever sold, we're always on the up and up. Like, I'm down with that. So yeah, it was a little bit more every month. But we were able to do a lot more because it wasn't as much as when we were paying or about to go go into 400k, right? Right. Had we gone to 400k, there is no shot. There's no shot that we could do do a 15 year. We just couldn't afford that. But because we only used 36 percent of the loan, we were able to swing a 15 year loan and pay more every month, more towards the principal every month. Yep. Less towards interest. And you get a, a shorter, a smaller, not a shorter. <laughs> you get a smaller interest rate when you do a 15-year yes. loan. So we use all of those things at our advantage. And then whenever we had, we just used exactly the same methodology we did when we paid off $76,000 in 28 months. If we had any additional money outside of our normal needs and you know payments and all that stuff, we just put extra towards the principal, which helped it go down even faster. So here we are seven years later and it's time to sell our home. And we actually had 80% of our loan paid off. In seven years. Did you say that already? Yes. Seven years. Seven years. 80% of our loan was paid off, which means we're going to get all that back in profit, which is about 240K. So I just want to think that, just want you to think through that, right? 15 year loan. We paid that. 80% of it. Over 80% of it in seven years. Half the time. You you getting that yet? Like we typically we should have been at fifty percent done, and we were at eighty percent done. That's in between having quitting a job because I quit teaching. That's in between starting a, a job, uh, a, a business. That's in between the ebbs and flows of business because, as you know, it doesn't like you start a business and you immediately make six figures. It takes time. The ebbs and flows of business. That's in between like you switching careers. And go into a different field in education. That's in between us getting master's degrees. All of that happening. And we paid for partial of our master's degrees. And having two children. And having two kids. And yep, we had daycare. daycare. We paid for daycare for some of that. And we were still able to complete that in seven years. Please don't tell me that you don't have enough money for things to pan out for you. We were not making a crap ton of money. We're not over here saying that we're billionaire babies. And to your point, right? So when we first bought this place, we were both educators working in the the public school system. And I'd say that we really only had two years where we both Mm -hmm. had like a W-2 like that, right? Where we had a nine to five brick and mortar because by year three, you had left and you were working for LuLaRoe and you weren't maybe like, 
I was 800 just, bucks a month. Maybe. Maybe. Right. <laughs> so you made about $200 a week, babe. I so, sure and you did that for about two years, I'd say it wasn't until year three that you decided to start the financial business. And I, I'm telling this recap for the purpose that we did all this, not making a lot of money for the majority of those seven years. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until your business really popped off, I'd say in your second like or third yeah. Yeah, of your business that you started seeing six figures, right? So the right. majority of this happened and the majority of our payments were during like those first five out of those seven years. But the same principle applied of being diligent with the understanding of we wanted more choice, we wanted control, and the dream of being able to say, how much extra can we put towards it? The, the, the process never changed. The amount of money might have changed, but the process never changed. And that's the thing. Most people think more money will make it easier to start saving or start doing these big things. We stayed the course and stayed the process and kept the process going no matter how much was being made. That was the secret sauce that needed to be done. And so I'm going to ask you this question, right? So that's exactly how we did it, right? We didn't take a whole a lot of our loan. We put we put out a 15%, uh, I'm sorry, 15-year loan. Anything extra we went, we paid towards the interest because we had nothing else to pay off. We had no other debt. So we okay. were investing and so we, we were, were investing money towards our mortgage and putting money towards our mortgage. And we paid all of this off 80% of it in seven years, half the time paying 80%. And no one can say, and again, I'm going to keep repeating this. No one can say, well, that can't be me. Cause I just told you that two educators, one of them, I'm going to say unemployed, but not unemployed, but making $200 a week, girl, you're unemployed. Like we did this. It's totally you possible. You do that too. And I want to ask you this question. Are your current financial decisions creating more choice for your future? So the way that you're currently looking at your finances, the way that you currently are managing your finances, are they creating more choices for your future? Right? Investing in your real investing in like retirement, that's that's part of it, sure. But that's not gonna be, you're not gonna see that first in time. You got maybe like 30, 40 years. We're talking like right now. Is your decisions that you're making with your cold hard cash right now? Is it creating more choice for your future, like in the next decade, like cold hard cash that you're going to be able to use? If you don't know the answer to that, or if you're like, ooh, no, then I'm going to help you understand how we can help you and support you. Because to, if two teachers can do this, why the heck can't you? <laughs> no reason. You can do this too. Just because though there's one, a couple of things that you should be able to take from this one, just because society tells you that you have to get a 30 year loan and you have to do all these things and you have to, you don't have to do that. Does it align with the choices and the control that you want over your money? If it does not do not do it, make your own understanding of your finances and make it work. So choose the option that gives you the most choices for your future. So this is just one example of how we set ourselves up for success. Despite what society, what was happening in the financial world, despite, you know, booms, despite COVID, despite any of those things, we were financially successful because we set ourselves up to be financial success, financially successful. No matter what, we were going to win. Even when business was low and not making as much money, we were going to win. Even when we were down on income, we were going to win. Even when I took a year off to take care of our children, we were going to win. We were always going to be financially successful. We had flexibility to enjoy vacations, to enjoy our family, to put our kids in private school, to put our kids in all of these different places because our, we set ourselves up for the inevitable financial success.
And that's what we want to be able to help our clients do as well. Yeah, I I know you're about to say more, but I'm just thinking, let's say, because again, back to people might say, oh, you bought in 2016 and you sold in 2023, mm-hmm. 2024, whatever. So, you know, of course you made money. Let's say the let's say that the houses yeah. didn't blow because we didn't know that was going to happen. We didn't know we were going to buy a house and then it was going to be worth a lot more, right? Let's say that never happened. All right. We buy, let's just say, a hundred eighty thousand dollar home. We pay off 80% of it and it's time to sell. All right. We're still going to be coming out with about 140, 150K, right? If we made the same post, what would you do with 150K in your bank account today? You would still say the same things, right? Yeah. You're still winning. I don't, so I don't care whether the housing market blew up or not. If you walk away with 80% back, you're winning. Would you, right? You walk into the store, you t- get 80% off of that thing. You're like, oh my God, winning. Same difference. It's just for your future. It's for your cash flow. Like this so is so these principles still apply today, is what I'm saying. The same principles that we used to pay off $76,000 in 28 months are the same thought processes that we used to pay off 80% of this home and get this result of $240,000 in our pocket, over almost a quarter million in our pockets as a result of the work that we did. The same tech, the same strategy, the same techniques, the same thing. And it really came down to aligned vision and communication. That's really what it came down to. And it was so like just routine. It's not robotic, but it's just strategy that aligned with our goals of choice and control over our finances. That's really what it came down to. And we're able to do the same thing for our clients as well. And so I want to know if you're wanting to know step-by-step how we do this over and over, and trust this is not the last time, and over again, that we've been able to have financial win after financial win after financial win, you need to hop into our mastermind. You need to understand more about what we're talking about. We need to, You need to understand the exact step-by-steps, how we've been able to do this for ourselves and also for our clients. Because we want you to have more choice for your future and more control over your finances. And we know that you do too. We invite you to have a discovery call with us we don't really like, we really want to work with the people who are serious about what their future looks like in their finances. And so please understand that we're not out here just going to be like, you should get in our program. That's really not what we're about. We really want to make sure we understand what your goals are. What do you want for your future? What, what, where, where do you see yourself? And what is the thing missing between, I know I can do this and where you are now. We want to see you succeed with your finances. Listen, we made this a reality by making $60,000 combined, okay? This is how this process started. Imagine what we could do for you with the knowledge that we have on communication and marriage, on aligned vision, on making like quarter of a million dollar moves. Like we're making million dollar moves. We're making million dollar moves. That's what it is. It's not about just making money. It's how do you manage and how do you align yourself to the future goals that you have um, and giving yourself more control and more choice. So, yeah, that's our story. (laughs) I mean, an overview of just this one part of our story, right? I'm excited for where we're going even five, 10 years from now. Mm, Because if I had the knowledge that I have now and I applied it back then, I don't have any regrets about how we've spent the last decade, Mm -mm. but I know that 
knowing what we know now, we could go even further. And yeah. I'm just excited. I'm excited for the next five yeah. to 10 years. I'm excited for people to hop in a call. And even if you can walk away with some motivation uh, and some inspiration and a little bit more alignment, like that's a win for me. That's a win. That's a win for me. That's a win. We really want to be able to support you. That's truly what this is about because it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer, right? If you have two people who are who are teachers by trade who really want to see you succeed and just want you to hop on a call and have a conversation with them, what's stopping you? Your pride? You're going to have to get off that high horse at some point because either your pride, you know that they say the pride comes before the fall, right? So if you are able to say, you know what? I'm going to give this this couple a chance. What could you do to support my spouse and I in getting aligned and getting the communication and the financial routines in place because we want the wins that you guys have? What could you, what, what do you have to lose? Nothing. So I'll leave you guys with that. We'll put stuff in the comments. Uh, we are going to be talking more about this journey for us um, uh, and, and how it can help you guys out. Next week, we're going to have a conversation with you guys about how we built that wall between us and disaster because there's so much there. And if you're interested in that and want to get into the registration for that just so that you're able to get ahead, just go ahead and put me in the comments below and we'll go ahead and give you a registration link. It's completely free so that you can hear more about how we've been able to get ourselves our, a wall between us and disaster um, so that we could go ahead and go after our financial goals. Guys, go live in love and walk in wealth. Take care, y'all. Bye, guys. <laughs>